0: Hi, everybody. This is Liam and Kay, and you're listening to Not Just a Phase. This is a podcast that we wanted to start to kind of raise LGBTQ awareness and apologize in advance. If you hear weird shufflings in the background, that is our dog trying to break into the room that we were recording in.
1: Uh, and just a quick warning before we start. This will have explicit content, whether it will be foul language or maybe some more mature theme. Just be warned in advance.
0: We will try to put out a specific trigger warning that if we know we're getting into a touchy subject, we'll try to bring it up beforehand. Today, I don't think we'll be too bad. We're really just kind of talking about our journeys, how we discovered our sexuality, as our gender identity, and how we became who we are. And I'll go ahead and start. As I stated before, my name is Liam. I'm a trans man, meaning I am transgender, female to male. I am pre-treatment, so I have not been able to start hormones yet. The reason being, I'm in active duty in the army, and there is currently a policy banning people from transitioning while on active duty. So that's something that we are having to work through right now, but that's... Whole other story, whole other different episode.
1: Something I am actually very excited about with this new presidency that will be coming up is possibly seeing Liam transition and actually being able to record his voice dropping on this that podcast. That would be really
0: wild. It's going to be so gross listening to it
1: that, like now and then i like... I'm so excited to see so that. It's so gross. <laughs> and I'm excited for you guys to hear that transition as
0: well. It's going to be gross. Anyway, so yeah, so I guess we could just kind of get right into it. I found out I was trans a little over a year ago. So Kay is my wife. At the time she was my girlfriend. I was going through a hell of a time of- I was your fiancé. Sorry. Demote me. So rude. Asshole. Anyway, my story time. (laughs) (laughs) My supervisor is also trans. And I never really worked with anybody who is transgender before. I met several people, but I never worked directly with anybody super closely. And a couple, you know, after a little while, I got comfortable talking to her. And I was like, can I ask you questions? And as she was answering my questions and talking to me about it, how she discovered who she was, how she figured out she was trans, a lot of things started making sense. And I was like, oh, this isn't fun for me. And I spent a lot of nights awake at night um, just thinking I... For as long as I can remember, I always was just like, God, I hate being a girl. God, I hate being a girl. You even said that I was doing that at our old duty station. It was just, God, I hate being a woman. God, I hate being a woman. I just assumed you hated boobs. I like your boobs, but my boobs are not so much.
1: And I'm just saying no one likes running with boobs no, or oh. walking up and down stairs. Like, boobs just the on boobs occasion just as a whole suck. suck. Like, mean, they're awesome but they suck having them sucks that in you know sports misogynistic sports. world as well i just assumed you hated having boobs in the military and being Fair. a woman <laughs> in the military like, yeah that's
0: also trash but again a different different story different episode <laughs> yeah that um yeah so i was talking to her and then my wife went out to the field again fiance at the time I was the sorry fiance <laughs> went out to the field. And I had some time to think to myself. And I did a lot of self-reflecting and had a lot of just very introverted days where I just thought and came to the conclusion that that's who I thought I was. And that's who I knew I was. And I I just I knew this was something I wanted to at least pursue to just see if it was to see if it was a real thing, to see if it was real life. And I took her out on a date the day she got back. We went to Olive Garden of all places. And this was what, late... August I think early September time frame I only know that because I looked at the store across the parking lot from us and it was a like spirit Halloween and we were like why is this already out so I think it was like September ish but I was talking to her about it and I was like I couldn't even get it out I couldn't even say it so I sent it to her in a text and I was like this is who like this is what's going on like I think I'm trans I don't know if I'll be able to transition I I don't know what's going on I just I think I want to talk about this and you know, you're a lesbian, like, you are attracted to women, and one day, I probably won't be one of those, so this is your out, like, you can leave no hard feelings, like, I totally get it, I poured my heart out to this woman, <laughs> delivered it to her on a platter, and this bitch looks at me and goes, nah. I don't want to teach someone else how to fuck me. <laughs> I'm like, what the
1: fuck? Yeah, that wasn't my most... <laughs> eloquent way of reacting to a situation it was
0: yeah, that yeah. was that was pretty bad, it was pretty just, bad, oh. nah. <laughs> and I just kind of looked at I was like, wow, okay, I, I again, I'm on the verge of tears in the middle of an olive garden, and she managed to make me laugh, so again, total keeper, but I digress. I was talking to her about it, asking questions, and she finally was like she was like babe i I don't have any answers for you, you have to talk to your boss like she would be the one to know. She can help you. And so I texted my boss and I was like, hey, I think this is what's going on. Like, what do I do? And she was like, oh, fuck. So she called me. We talked in the parking lot for a while. And then after a little while, she was like, okay, it's probably best if we actually have this conversation in person because it might just be a little easier that way. So hung up the phone, saw her at work the next day, and we didn't talk about it the whole day. And I was like, oh, thank God. Maybe she doesn't want to talk about it. Maybe she forgot. Like, I don't know. As soon as the other uh, tech had left for the day. I'm a physical therapy tech. She's a physical therapist and she had two of us at the time. So she had two techs. I was one of them. As soon as the other tech left for the day, she shut the door, turned around. And before I could even put my headphones on, she like hits me with this mom look in a swivel chair and goes, all right, talk to me. And just everything just like, everything just like fell out. Like, I don't know what happened. Like, All my guts landed on the floor. Everything was just terrible. And I ended up ugly crying in front of my boss. And it was 100% one of the most humiliating moments of my entire life. But it was also very freeing in a sense. So this was at the end of September. September 23rd was the day I came out to her. Came out to my therapist like that next day or two. Cause my boss was like, she's like, you have to tell your therapist. And I was like, well, actually I don't, because if I tell more people, then it becomes real life. And I don't want that for myself. And she was like, that's very unfortunate. So you should definitely tell your therapist. <laughs> so I told my therapist and apparently she had already suspected for a couple of sessions and even writing notes, gender dysphoria suspected in a couple of notes prior. And so we talked about that and I got my official diagnosis of gender dysphoria from two different therapists uh, on January 6th of 2020. Again, it was a relatively liberating moment for me. I came out to my parents shortly after that and it just, it didn't go very well. Um, I wanted to tell them as a courtesy almost because I wanted to come out on Facebook because I wanted to change my name on Facebook and everything and let, let my friends and family know what was going on and My family historically did not have a great track record when I told them I was a lesbian. They didn't take well to that. And I don't know why I thought they would do this any differently. Maybe I didn't, but they definitely didn't take well to that one at all. We haven't really spoken much since. And what I hear of what they're saying is relatively hurtful enough to the point that I don't really want to reach out at this point until I am mentally and emotionally strong enough to actually handle it. It's been a rough go. Someone very close to me is also trans. And when I was talking to them about growing up and they were like, holy fuck, this makes so much sense about your life now. <laughs> like, I'm not surprised in any way, shape or form, but this just makes your childhood look like it just makes sense now. And I told my best friends and they were like, yeah, we kind of figured. We just had to wait for you to figure it out yourself. What do you want to be called now? What's your new name? Like, it was just so simple. I called my best friend. And I was like, hey, like, I know you just made me... Your kid's godmother, but uh can we change that? And <laughs> she was like, What are you talking about? I told her, and she was like, Oh, you're trans, what's that mean? And I told her, and she was like, Oh, <gasps> you're the godfather now. And so now she started calling me the godfather. So there's a big, big difference in how people handled me coming out. And it just really blew my mind. It really did. It really blew my mind. I have my fiance. <laughs> Basically sit there and say she didn't want to teach someone else how to have sex with her. In a moment of trying to make me laugh, I had my best friends just be like, Okay, so what's your name now? Like, forgive me, I'm going to keep misgendering you until I get it right. But I'm going to try. And they do. They constantly try. They constantly correct themselves. And I adore them for it.
1: Don't even get me started on that. I can't tell you how many times. I'm like, hey, uh, uh, spouse, <laughs> you, husband, come here. Oh, it was... I'll be like, oh, yeah, he, she, cheat, fuck, you, come here. <laughs> oh, I'm be like, yeah, it's her, his. His. <laughs> it was so <laughs> difficult. It's... Your own mother corrects you. <laughs> my own mom, yes. I told my mother that he was trans and immediately switched over, was perfectly fine. They're just like, oh, okay, cool. Like, And the moment I said, oh, yeah, it's hers, his, and I was like, Damn. listen here, you... I told you. This is my husband. <laughs> this is my husband. Give me time. Because it's one of those things, like, no, know, them knowing him for a little while, I'd known him for a little bit longer. Like, it's okay to switch pronouns and screw up pronouns so long as you're not disrespectful about it. Yeah. But...
0: as if, if you try to fix it.
1: Yeah. Because, like, me, I would... I wasn't doing it maliciously. I was doing it because, well... I knew him as she for almost two years. And then I had to switch to he granted. Now I don't even think twice about it. I'm like, Oh yeah, he, this, he, that husband, husband. And sometimes I'll accidentally out him when he wants to talk to someone that he's not out with yet. And I'm like, Oh yeah, him. And then they're like, what do you mean him? And I'm like, Oh wait, you haven't come out to them yet. Crap. Uh, uh, I'm really bad at pronouns! <laughs> I said the wrong thing! Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, I are marine, the, help me!
0: Play the dumb marine card, it wins every <laughs> time. Yeah, so
1: that's how I fixed that, but, but it's one of those things that, like, it took me a hot minute to switch
0: over. It really, really did. <laughs> That's, that's the very short version of how I figured out I was trans. I could go into depth. I could go into childhood stories. I could go into military stories. I could go into past relationships. I could go as, like, I could go anywhere with me realizing that I was trans. And it would take a while. There's a lot to unpack there. And I'm still working on it myself, but I'm finally happy. The only place that I'm stuck right now is I've been in therapy for almost a year for it. I'm steady on antidepressants, anti-anxiety medication. I'm going by Liam in my personal and professional life. My coworkers constantly correct people who say she, her, and... One of my coworkers the other day yelled at someone on the phone because they're like, no, I talked to the female sergeant. And she's like, well, we have one sergeant and he's a guy. So like, no, 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 it, it was a female sergeant. And finally, my coworker goes, Sergeant Aguirre is trans. He is a dude. Where's the confusion? Like, so people are trying. People are standing up for me. People are helping. And but my block here is I'm finally trying my best to be who I actually am. And I can't, and I'm stuck. I can't get hormones. I can't get surgery consults. I can't even change my gender, my my marker. I can change my name, but that would be on my own money. And it's just, it's rough. It's hard. Like I didn't realize how physically painful being trans is. And I feel like if you don't know the feeling i can't describe it to you it hurts a lot like i look at my body and it just hurts for no reason and my own head is my worst enemy sometimes
1: the only thing that i could compare it to and the only thing that i've kind of pieced together in my head to understand it is if you've ever had body image issues, no matter how big or how small, or ever had someone, a bully, or even your parent, because sadly that's who did it to me. Parents just, yeah, parents can also be bullies. <laughs> Trust me, we are well within that understanding. Well-versed there. <laughs> Sometimes it just hits a point where they start becoming your inner voice. And you can't look at yourself in the mirror. You can't look down at yourself naked or even most of the time clothed and not hear that voice. That's my understanding of gender dysphoria is just looking down at yourself and just not seeing what you want to be and what you see yourself as. You either hear that voice of just telling you you're not enough. You don't look like this. You don't look like that. Now, granted, it is different, but that's from the outside looking in and as someone
0: who does not have gender dysphoria. And the body image issues are definitely a big, big thing for me. And I got that from my childhood. I was raised very, very conservative Christian. And from the time I was born up until the time I left my parents' house. So I constantly heard my entire life, you're a girl, you can't do that. You're a girl, you can't wear that. You're a girl, you can't say that. You're a girl, you insert answer here. Like you, (laughs) I wasn't allowed to climb the trees because I was wearing a dress and the boys might see the shorts that I was wearing underneath my dress. I was like 10 years old, like, and I was stronger than all the boys. So, of course, I wanted to climb a damn tree, but I couldn't. I wasn't allowed to because I was wearing a dress because I was a girl. All the girls were over doing I don't know what in a little circle. And I didn't want to do that. I wanted to go play tag. I wanted to shove the boys down the the little dirt mound and play King of the Hill. I wanted to climb the tree with them. I wanted to... Climb at the top of the, the rope attached to a very sketchy looking metal pole and try not to fall down. I want. I didn't want to go do whatever it was they were doing. I wanted to be with the boys. And I never understood why I always, always, always just wanted to be with the boys. I just got along better with them. I was one. I was 100% convinced that I was a boy. Or as people will probably call you a lot, because they call me this a lot, a quote unquote tomboy. I was called that my entire life. Oh, you're just a tomboy. You'll grow out of it. Oh, you're just a tomboy. That's why you wear boy clothes. And I started realizing at a relatively young age that I was attracted to women. And I was like, well, boys are supposed to like girls. So I'm a boy, right? And then I realized, like, okay, lesbians are a thing. And then I was like, okay, maybe I'm just a super masculine Lesbian and slowly realized as I got in a good, healthy relationship and a good healthy part in my life that that just wasn't me, no matter how I dressed, no matter how I spoke, no matter what, it wasn't who I was. I wasn't a female. I'm not a lesbian. I'm a trans man. And coming to that realization has been nothing short of an adventure. Don't know if I would classify it as good or bad yet. (laughs) But it's been something. It's been a journey. It's just starting. I'm like standing at the start of this road and I don't know where to go. I just kind of standing here looking and it just, it looks empty and dark and I'm waiting for someone to turn on the lights. I'm waiting for someone to give me some direction, to give me some sort of hope, a way to push me forward. I don't know. I'm, I know it'll get better. I just know I'm not there yet.
1: Yeah, that's definitely something that the transgender ban in the military has affected is being lost in that guidance, and something that some individuals don't talk about, and I don't feel like a lot of people get pressed with this because of, well, it's personal life, it's not something people want to talk about, is how it affects their relationships. Such as, there are times when his gender dysphoria is acting up, and- we won't have sex for quite a while. There are some times where he internalizes some things such as gender dysphoria because either he feels like I won't understand and sometimes I can't understand what he's going through and it causes some
0: tension between us. There's a lot of stress because then it just turns into misunderstandings, not communicating, and it usually is something so tiny that I could just look at her and say, honey, my gender dysphoria is acting up. But I don't want to say that because I feel like that's just an excuse. And I sound dumb saying it. Whereas to her, it's not an excuse. and It doesn't sound dumb. But then it just turns into this big thing. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then one tiny little thing will just blow everything up. And it's stressful. It's exhausting. And I think we're doing okay working through it.
1: Yeah, I really think we do. And that's something that as this continues and the more we run into, we'll definitely talk about more in depth is how our relationship grows. Cause even our relationship almost completely changed the moment he came out to me as trans and not in a bad way. It more of change in the way of a little bit more healthy, honestly, cause a lot more open
0: communication. Yeah. And
1: cause honesty, <laughs> a lot more honesty, a lot more honesty. Not that we weren't, disgustingly honest beforehand. (laughs) We're not talking about that. (laughs) Oh, God. But yeah, it's just one of those things that the moment he came out to me, for a while I did kind of grieve because I felt like I was losing a part of our relationship, which I
0: was. Honestly,
1: my relationship
0: with her was over. And I think it's appropriate to grieve. I've seen a bunch of other trans couples who they don't grieve the loss of that person, And then it just comes back and they get upset about it. But again, I watched someone else very recently come out and their wife cried a lot, a lot, because they've been married for almost a decade. And she grieved the loss of that person that she married. But now they are so disgustingly in love. (laughs) It's so (laughs) nasty and annoying and... (laughs) They just fell head over heels for each other all over again. But she needed the opportunity to grieve the loss of that person that she had fallen in love with. So to, I do believe it is 100% okay to grieve. You're losing a person, but you're you're getting someone else. You're getting someone more authentic. Someone who is just more of them is the best way. Kay described it to me. Because I had told her, I was like, if you don't want me to transition ever, I won't. And she was like, that's stupid. Don't do that. And I was like, but... The testosterone, like, it might change me. Like, I've read a bunch of stuff online. I've talked to some people, and they said, like, it changed their personality a little bit. Or And she stopped me right there and goes, honey, this is just going to make you more you. And I'll just learn, and we will learn together how to work our relationship with that. And I promise you, I will fall in love with you every step of the way, even with every change. And that was very reassuring to me, but as a whole... Communication is huge, especially in an LGBTQ relationship, especially with something as life altering as being trans because you're upturning turning uh, and getting rid of a whole person.
1: Yeah, because like what I grieved for whenever I was grieving, it wasn't like, I don't know how to explain it. It wasn't like grieving a death or even right. grieving a breakup. It was honestly... Whenever you're in a relationship with someone, you think you make plans, even when you don't realize it, you make plans on having kids, you imagine a future and watching that future dissolve in front of you. It kind of makes you feel lost. It kind of makes you feel like you've lost part of your relationship. And it's, it's absolutely terrifying to sit there and think that it's over because it kind of feels like that. It kind of feels like Stuff is crumbling in front of you and you don't know how to stop it. But granted, it didn't take me that long to kind of pick myself up from that. And instead of seeing, you know, my quote unquote future wife, it just switched over to my future husband. That for me, I will admit happened rather quickly, but I'm also not new to the trans. Well, that's not the right word. I am new to the trans world. I'm not new to the LGBT world. And we
0: can definitely talk more about Kay's sexuality in the next episode, but, and that's gonna also kind of tie into the comfort and how she adapted to me coming out very well is also kind of helped her discover who she was a little bit. And, oh yeah, most she definitely. She didn't even know. So, but I think we're gonna go ahead and stop for now. I hope this was informative, at least helpful, maybe a little bit. It does help to talk sometimes. So sorry if I kind of ramble and go on tangents. Sometimes when you get talking about feelings, which apparently are a healthy thing to have, um, they just kind of start coming out. So I hope this helps somebody. If not, it's at least helping me to talk about it. So please keep listening to us. There's going to be more on the way. Sorry, it's a little slow. But next next episode, I think we're going to talk about Kay and let her tell her story a little bit. Oh, joy. She's so excited about it. (laughs) But thank you for listening. I hope you come back. And just remember, this is not just a phase. This is who you are. If You feel lost in space. This is where you come. Thanks. You can
1: find us on Spotify, Buzzsprout, YouTube, Facebook. And please feel free to message us at one, not just a phase one
0: at gmail.com. Tell us about yourself. Most tell, definitely. tell us your story. If you don't want to talk about it, Leave yourself anonymous, and we'll read it for you. Please oh.
1: include your pronouns. All right. Well, that is it, and we don't have an outro. No, because we're awkward. We're trash.